Welcome back to the R-Rated Podcast. The R-Rated Podcast. This week's guest is... Welcome back to the R-Rated Podcast. Today I want to talk about what is going on in the industry and the latest news. So a couple episodes ago, I talked about how the writers were going on strike. So now it's been three months since I made that episode. So it's already been three months, writers have been striking, and there has been no change at all. So what does this mean? Where are we at now? We haven't seen much movement from the studios, from the networks, from the executives. We haven't heard much regarding the needs of what the writers want and like the changes they want. There haven't been, you know, negotiate negotiating anything. So it's just been, you know, three months of basically protesting for, you know, the proper benefits and rights and all that. Recently, SAG, which is basically the union for the actors, they decided to also strike because it turns out there were also some issues regarding um, payment, residuals, benefits, also for the actors. And when you think about it, this really, this is a big deal because the writers are what create the story. And like I said on the last, my last podcast episode, when this first started, I literally spent like 35 minutes explaining like why writers are so important. And so I, I'm not going to dig into deep into it because um, I kind of already talked about it. But obviously, anyone who watches movies or a TV show, you would think that the writers are important because they're the ones creating the story and putting it together and creating your favorite characters and coming up with all that and the dialogue, you know, all that's really important. Like without writers, you wouldn't have a story. It's important to have them. So now that the actors are striking, it's like a really big deal because now you don't have the writers and now you're not going to have actors because the actors want certain things to go through. And that's what I'm going to talk about today is just kind of like what the actors are, you know, striking for because a lot of people who aren't in the industry, they think, um, you know, like they think that Hollywood is very glamorous. There's a lot of money, big budget movies, red carpet events. Like it's very, you know, like flashy and all this stuff. So I get why people think this, but people do think that the industry is, a million dollar industry, meaning like everyone involved is getting paid millions of dollars to work on these sets. And that's unfortunately not the case. Um, as you probably have been hearing and seeing lately, because it's breaking the internet, is previous, you know, actors and, you know, previous shows that have been going on for years or even in newer shows, they're actually showing their residual check, like how much they're actually making from their show being re- um, re like rewatched over and over and things are just very different out with streaming before on cable a lot of these actors would make more money because you know it's being paid over and over and they're get, getting paid and now that it's streaming they don't get any like residuals at all so this chunk of money that they used to um use to survive and live in LA is gone now so now to be an actor in LA, it's almost nearly impossible because you can't pay your damn bills. LA is a really expensive place. Um, 
it always was. I mean, we live in California, so we already know like things are more expensive here, especially you know, in the recent year, things have been really inflated and have been really, really expensive. So rent has been going up, food has been going up, gas has been going up. And when you're making, when that chunk of money, you know, that you used, that you're used to making doesn't exist anymore. Like, how do you survive? How do you, you know, go about it? So this has been ongoing and happening for a long time. Actors haven't been getting paid a lot of money. And you know, you may think like, what do you mean? Like, how are you not making all this money? Like, you know, there's million, a million dollar budget, like millions of dollars. And it's, it's like only like A-list actors, like, and, and not even every A-list actor, like A-list actors are making, sure, big sum of money, but all those other like supporting characters and like, you know, like, for example, if you're watching a show um, and the show is like set in you know, high school, and then the character that plays the parents, like the, the the dad, like that character isn't getting paid that much money. They're getting paid like minimum. And then you have to think about when actors get paid, you don't just get this like chunk of money. So for example, I saw um, a video from an actor who was on the show, um, Sabrina, that new Sabrina, the witch, the, the one on Netflix. He said that he, you know, he has a family, he has two kids, so obviously he has to, like, support his family. And, you know, he's a full-time actor, so you would think, like, okay, you're a full-time actor, you're on a Netflix show, you're, you know, you're making good money. you like, you would think that, right? Like, you definitely have enough money to, like, pay your bills, so you would think. But he was saying during that whole, um, during shooting that whole show, it was, like, a total of two weeks. He made um, 7000 which sounds like a lot to some people, but when you really think about it and like do break down the math and see where like the money goes and how big the budget, it's not that much. Actors have to split that money because they have managers. So 10% goes to the manager, then 10% goes to the agent and 5% goes to the lawyer. So you're not really left with that much. And then, you know, you're paying for your rent, you're paying for the kids, you're paying for the food, you're paying for gas. You know, you have to pay for all these things. And when you are acting, like, it's not necessarily, like, where you're working all the time, right? So it's, like, you have to survive off that, like, money that you made until the next gig comes along. So it's really hard for these actors to survive if you're basically not this, like, A-list star. Like, there's no way of surviving, like, being able to pay and live in L.A. and, like, being a full-time actor. Like, you would think that being a full-time actor, you can like afford to pay your rent and like all these things, but they can't because they're getting paid so little and they're not getting any residuals. A lot of um, actors who've been on show like This Is Us or like all the all the big shows, honestly, all the big shows that you've seen, Orange is the New Black, Orange is the New Black, and all that, and they're like showing um, their residual checks that they're getting, and they get like thirteen cents, like what thirteen cents? Like what are you gonna do with thirteen cents? You can't even. I honestly can't even name one thing you can buy 13 cents. I, I, I'm still, I don't know. So when I saw them, like, that's a freaking joke. Like, 13 cents? Like, what are you even going to do with that? So that's what the actors are striking for. They're striking for residuals, like, actually getting credit. Because these these big budget, like, they're getting so much money. Like, think about, like, Game of Thrones, how much money that made. Like, it did so well. Or, like, Succession, Ted Lasso. All these shows are doing so well. And, like, 
the ones that are really getting the money are the studios, the networks, and the executive producers, like the head executives. So it's like all those other people are getting kind of scammed out of this, you know, money. And they're not asking for like millions of dollars. They just want to get paid enough to pay, survive and be able to pay rent. So that's like the crazy part is it's like, it's not even like they're asking for, you know, millions of dollars. They want just enough to be able to survive and like be, be able to call themselves, call themselves, um, you know, a full-time actor and can actually like survive on the salary of a full-time actor instead of having to get side gigs to fund your acting career. And I think that's like a huge thing that a lot of filmmakers and people in the industry, working in the industry deal with is like, you have, you know, so many great ideas, all this, like all this passion. And you're like, I, I, you know, you're making all this great work and content, all this stuff. And you're working on small sets, you're working on big sets, you're working on independent stuff, you're working on studio stuff. But if you have to get a side job to be able to like do all that, like, what's the point? Like, like, it just doesn't make sense. Like you shouldn't have to get a side job to be able to do your main job if that's like what you want to do, you know? And unfortunately that's what we've like come down to is that even when you, you make it and you are on these like big network shows, these shows that people actually like watch and you're not like a, like an independent where it's like, Oh, like you're building yourself here. No, like you actually like made it. You're on these like big shows and you're still not able to pay your rent. You still have to get a second job because it's, you're not making that much. Like, in fact, you would actually be making more money somewhere else. But your dream is to be an actor. Your dream is to be a writer. So you're so you're doing this instead, but you can't survive off that job. So basically, it's just having rights and being able to, like, pay and survive. Like, that's all that they're really asking for is, like, they want to be able to have this job and and be able to, like, be a normal human being and, and survive. So that's the main reason why the actors are striking. There's also no benefits included. You could be on this like show that, you know, has 12 episodes, but you you don't have healthcare, you don't have health insurance. And we know how expensive the healthcare system is. If like, even if you just sprain something or like you need medicine, like things get really expensive. So not having, not having benefits or healthcare is really, really risky. I want to feel like where you work is a safe space. The company that you work for takes care of you. They're not like milking you for anything. Like it's like they actually respect you and your work and like your time because time is money. So, and you spend so much time on these sets. Like, like I said, it's not like a regular, you know, nine to five where you're working eight hour shifts. Like most of these are 12 hour shifts. So it's like, you're already giving up so much of your time. And then sometimes you go overtime and it's like, you know, over 12 hours. So it's like, where do you have time for like your family? And then it's like, if you already have to also get a side job because that job isn't paying enough, how do you do your side job? How do you even get a side job when you're spending 12 plus hours on set? So there's this just like giant dilemma of like, how do you, how can you actually like survive and have this, you know, be your full-time career? We're struggling with being replaced by artificial, artificial intelligence, AI, you know, like you, you know that like they're working on AI and robots and all that kind of stuff, but it's pretty trippy to think about like what they're trying to do. I actually made a video about this on my R-rated podcast, R-rated podcast, TikTok. And I talk about how they're planning 
to include AI and all that stuff. So basically what the plan is, what these big studios want to do, and essentially take away background actors' jobs, so extras. So for anyone who doesn't know, their plan is basically to scan the actor's face and have in like their system of com- in like you know a giant system of like background actors and basically they would be able to insert you as a background character background actor um in any movie any scene any tv show that they want so it's so it's just like crazy to think about because that changes everything first of all you won't have any more background actors right so that eliminates that job so that means no one's going to be a background actor ever again that means it would just be the main actor and the supporting and that's it everybody else would be cg cgi'd in and you know the faces would be like real people that they scan like these actors but it's ai generated so it's trippy so what they're trying to do is like you know have your face in the in their system and then insert you wherever they want as a background actor and I don't know, I guess that would like save money and save time, but essentially what it does, it it not only takes away the the jobs from the background actors, but it also eliminates extra makeup artists on set because now you only have one makeup artist because you have less actors. They only need to take care of talent. Before, you'd have to have more makeup artists, more hairstylists on set, more wardrobe assistants because they were, you know, dressing the background actors. So that eliminates like people's jobs in every department not just the background actor and this would change the industry a lot just because it feels just way more natural working with actors and it, i feel like it would just take the you know, authenticity away from acting and like the story and and creating because what you're gonna direct robots it just it's weird you're gonna tell the like the background robots to be you know like oh sit still like it just it just it's weird or you don't even have to say it because it's gonna be just like on a computer generated so it's just gonna be so emotionless and i feel like this is gonna be a big big change in the industry if this is gonna happen if this were to go through so it's a little scary to think about because this is a major change and i think nobody was really ready for this just yet like we knew that this was like a possibility like oh no like this could happen and now it's like here it's happening so everyone's like whoa um so it's a little scary to think about that you could eliminate so many jobs just with this one decision of scanning people's faces you know and putting it in a system and having like a folder of like all these people but what makes it you know it's like it might seem like, oh, it's easy. But then, like, think about it. If you're the actor, it's like, you don't know what they're going to put your, like, your face on. Like, they don't have to ask your consent anymore because you already ha- they already have your face in the system. They don't have to pay you. Like, there's no benefit, again, from the act. Like, you're literally just getting used at that point. Like, maybe they would, like, maybe what they would do is, like, okay, like, to have your face, like, we'll, we'll give you $250 to, like, scan your face. Or, like, maybe 500 like, to make it sound good. But then, like, they own your face forever and they can just insert it wherever they want. And it's, like, yeah, that that first sum, like, that first amount, like, the 500 might sound exciting. Like, oh, that's a lot. But, like, think about it. And they own your face and they can do whatever they want. They can put you wherever you want. And maybe you would see yourself in something, like, I wouldn't even choose to do this or I wouldn't even want to be in something like this. So it's just, like, crazy 
to think what they can do and how they can control everything, right? It's crazy to think what they could do without even asking your consent. And you wouldn't have any like, like what's the point of even having a director? Like, yes, they would be like directing the main actors, but how do we know that in the future, the main actors won't even get replaced by AI either? Like maybe they'll be like, oh, it works so well with the background actors and it's so easy that we'll just do it with the main actors as well. So what does that mean if they do that? That means that there wouldn't even be any real acting, any real story. Everything would just be so, it would just be fake. Like they just created like these on the surface emotions because how deep can AI really get? Like I know they AI is very advanced, right? Like it can do a lot of things, but I think the one thing that AI lacks that it can't do is it has emotion. It doesn't have emotion. It hasn't experienced real life situations, you know, like grief, loss, heartbreak, being, I don't know, maybe being fired or a near death experience. Like AI or robot hasn't experienced these things. And I think you can't, you can't replace human thoughts and feelings and experiences with a robot or AI because the kind of stuff that you go through, like, you know, you have such emotion and like it changes your mindset and it makes you the person that you are and I feel like that's what sets us apart from a robot right like a robot can be programmed but they're all going to be programmed the same what makes humans different is like we go through life experiences we have feelings we have conscious like all the stuff like all that's going to disappear in in the future of filmmaking if we just let everything be AI like there's going to be no real emotion real stories on TV, on on screen, on your tablet, wherever the fuck you watch stuff. It's all going to just be like, oh, like this is the research that the robot or the AI has like found online from previous movies or previous experience. So we're just going to base it off that. So it's going to just be repetitive stuff that it's seen on the internet before, you know, like it's not going to be new stories, new experiences. Like I, I, I worry about what the future will have, will be with this specific thing that they want to do with AI. I'm not saying like that there can be, there can't be a coexisting future with AI and the film industry. I think there could be, but I think there has to be like levels and rules to that. And I think that's what the writers and the actors are striking. You know, it's like, we're, we're willing to like work with you, but it has to be reasonable. And honestly, just that doesn't sound reasonable. That sounds scary. That's some Black Mirror shit. That's crazy. Like that's literally the first episode of C- of the new season of Black Mirror is net like a a platform a platform similar to Netflix basically owns your rights to your face and they can put you in any TV show. It's it's terrifying. Like if that's really what it's gonna be, I don't know if I like that. Like that kind of changes the passion for me and like the reason why I joined the film industry, right? Like for me, I was like, oh, I grew up in Austria. I've experienced a whole different part of the world. Like I want to show I've traveled and I want to show like, you know, what it's like experiencing things and meeting people from like different parts of the world and making it authentic. And I feel like that's what an AI would lack. So it's scary to think about, but at the end of the day, you know, I'm very, I don't even know. Like, like I said, like I'm, I'm like in the middle of all this. Like, I don't even know what to think. I don't know what to say. (laughs) Like, even though I'm speaking, but like, honestly, like I'm tripping out just as much as everybody else is because this is going to change the industry 
forever. Like even, even if they come to agreement on, you know, they meet halfway, they don't meet halfway, they meet a hundred percent, whatever the outcome is, it's still going to take some time to make that, you know, come into effect. And I just think like shit's going to be weird for a little bit after. Like, I don't know, because I don't think both sides can be happy in this situation right now. I think the, the, the streaming platforms and networks, the studios are being a little bit too stubborn right now. And they have so much money that right now doesn't seem like a big issue to them. But I think the longer that the actors and writers are going to hold out, it's going to cause a bigger, bigger, you know, issue. And people are going to lose a lot more money and lose jobs. And, but I don't know, like, I don't know how this is going to be when they try to recover and try to go back to, to normal. What is normal even anymore? Right? Like, it's it's weird because the industry, the film industry at least, is basically recovering from like, it feels like two pandemics. And like the reason why I'm saying this is because everyone who's in the industry right now knows what it was like during the pandemic. There was no work, right? There was no film sets. It was like, what are we going to do? What are we, how are we going to survive? So that same feeling that we felt in the beginning of the pandemic when everything was shut down and there was no work and it was like the unknown, that's basically what everybody's feeling right now again because it's unknown nobody knows what the future is going to be with this whole ai stuff are they going to are they going to agree with the residual stuff are they going to agree with the benefit stuff are they not going to agree what does that mean are they going to keep striking how long can they strike i mean that's also another question like the studios did say there was a comment made by a studio saying we're just going to keep this going until people start losing their homes. So that basically means like they can ride this out. They can stick it out. So the the question will be how long can the writers and the actors stick it out and will they stick it out? But I think this is going to be a major change in the future of the film industry. And, you know, this is, it's just going to be really interesting to see what happens. And I think it's kind of scary when things like change always happens. I think we always have to be, ready to adapt but I think adapting to something like this is like a big big thing and it's like okay like it's really unknown like what are we gonna do what do we expect I was actually watching this interview recently that kind of freaked me out I was like whoa I wasn't expecting that and it was this woman talking about how we shouldn't be afraid of this whole AI thing in the industry and I was like okay like let me let me hear her point of view because I think as a podcaster, as someone also working in the industry, as someone trying to adapt, as I'm trying to tell you guys, like, we always got to adapt. Like, I want to be realistic. And I also want to be like, okay, like, is this going to be the future? Is like, I, I'm trying to be prepared, right? So I was like, I want to, I want to hear her take, I want to hear be like devil's advocate, kind of hear like, what she has to say. And she was saying that basically with this whole AI thing, another thing that they would try to do is like, you would never have any like season finales. And what I mean by that is, if you have a favorite show and you're like, it's so good, I don't want it to ever end, you don't have to have it end, which sounds really scary. And it's like, what? Like, that's kind of selfish. Like, what do you mean it never has to end? But for example, like Succession, say you love that show and you're like, I don't want it to ever end. But like, it actually, you know, they're done shooting it. But in the future, what they what they were trying to do is you come home, you're like, you know, you go to your streaming platform and it can AI generate an episode for you. So if you love the show Succession and you're like, hmm, 
I want a new episode of Succession with the characters, you know, Anne Hathaway and um, Paul Rudd. I don't know. Like, fuck it. You know, you can literally have this thing AI generate you a whole new fucking episode with these actors that have nothing to do with that show ever. Like, they've not recorded that. That's not. But since they have their face in the system, it can generate it. So you're watching like a brand new episode of Succession with actors that were never intended to be in the show. I don't know how to feel about that because now I feel like we're just being greedy as a society because all good things are meant to come to an end. And it's like, I don't think you would appreciate something if it doesn't have an ending, you know, like if it just always keeps going, you're just going to be like, eh, whatever. It got played out almost. I don't know. It just doesn't, it just doesn't make sense. Like I, I feel like why take away season finales? Why take away endings? Um, sometimes I feel like it's bittersweet. Like I feel like it come, it's, it's becoming too greedy. Like we, we need everything fast now. We want it. Blah, blah. It's like, it's like, no, I think it's nice to have a show that can have an ending and it, a good ending. And it's like the ending that the, the writer, the director, the actor, everybody intended, you know, to have instead of, you know, making a new episode, making, creating a fake ending because like somebody just is selfish and doesn't want like things to end. I don't know. It's just like a really weird concept. I feel like it's really going to just take away the magic of filmmaking. And I feel like the reason why we all like movies and the reason why we all go to the theater because it's like supposed to bring people together because we feel represented. Um, we're like, Oh my God, like that person looks like me or, Oh my God, that, that actor or that character is going through the same thing that I'm going through or, Oh, that I, I am living through this character. Like that's my alter ego. Or like, I wish I could be that like this character, you know, it's like, it brings out so many different emotions and feelings and like, that's what's going to get taken away with all these like future AI stuff. So I hope that both sides are able to come to an agreement and figure something out peacefully and and really like take it seriously and realize like if we take things too far, like it might not be able to go back and that might change things forever. And I don't know if it's going to necessarily be for the good. So I hope I hope everybody can come to an agreement. The writers are already at three months striking and they're going strong. It doesn't seem like they're, you know, going to end anytime soon, which is good. Like, fight. You got to fight for what you want. And the actors have now been striking for about two weeks, I believe. And we haven't seen much movement. So we're basically... I'm going to keep you guys updated as much as I can. Um, my plan is to actually go to one of the, the strikes and check it out and interview live interview some, um, you know, actors and writers protesting and people supporting them and asking them, you know, what they're going through, if they've heard of anything new, what they are, you know, expecting and this and that. And I hope I can give you guys more insight to the industry and, you know, keep you guys up to date. Um, but I think it's really important to, you know, know exactly what is going on before judging actors and writers for striking. Cause I know there's been a lot of hate towards them especially like, you know, online, people are saying like, you know, everyone working in the industry, like they're spoiled brats, they make millions, like they shouldn't be complaining, like they should just be happy for like, you know, what they get. And it's like, there's more to it than just, you know, like 
oh, like they're complaining about pay. Like it's everything's tied together. And at the end of the day, you have to remember making a movie is a team effort. You cannot make a movie by yourself. And it's not really fair for only one person or a platform to get, you know, all the credit, all the money when there is a whole big team of people working on this. So at the end of the day, it's it's really a community team effort. And I think everybody should get, you know, a piece of the cake that they deserve that they worked on, you know, in any other job field, you get paid for your credit, for your time, for what you do. And it just makes sense to do the same in the film industry. You know, a lot of these gigs are minimum, very like minimum wage, if like barely above minimum wage. Um, Actually, I can speak from experience. Like when we, when I was working a show, a lot of the PAs that were hired, PAs are production assistants. So they help, you know, with everything on set, wherever you need extra pair of hands, they do a lot of work. And a lot of the PAs get, I don't want to say they get used, but people take advantage of them because they're like, oh, do this, do that. And like, it's usually people trying to start off in the industry. So they have, they do, you know, tend to take advantage of the PAs. And what sucks is on top of that, you're working you're getting overworked. You're working these long hours and that's the only way you can survive to pay your rent because you're only making 16 an hour. And the only way you can survive off that is if you work overtime. So that's the only way that these actors and these people, these crew members, these writers have been able to like pay and live and and survive is because the overtime money. But if you take the overtime money away and you really see how much people are making, it's not that much. There's only certain people that are really making those millions. And if you really want to like fact check it and see, like go online, go on Google and see how much the CEOs are making of these big streaming platforms. You know, check Disney, check Street, check Amazon Prime, check um, Paramount Plus, check HBO Max, check all of them and see how much those CEOs are making and check out the residual checks of these actors and the writers and you're going to be shocked. When I say some of these actors are making 13 cents, I'm not joking. I was literally shocked. Literally shocked. So stay tuned. I hope things get better in the industry. I ha- You guys have my support. I'm excited to interview you guys soon and get more insight. For anyone who wants to support the actors and the writers, Um, You can, you know, pull up at where they're striking, which is all the major studios and bring some water. It's been so hot in LA. I'm sure some ice cold water and some snacks would be greatly appreciated to all the people protesting and striking. So um, yeah, thank you guys for tuning in and I will see you guys next week. Bye.